My name is Brian Druin. I am the owner of Candid Brewing Company, and it's located in Anaganish, Nova Scotia, Canada. Um, I am the owner, I am the head brewer, and I am the janitor, and I'm also the maintenance man. Hi, welcome to another Beerfest Brew Profiles. Um, as you know, these are our little shorter look at individual breweries. It's kind of our way of getting a little snapshot of what's happening around the world with beer and with brewing, um, just through individual brewers. So um, we talk to the brewer, get understand their brewery and understand the scene there. Um, short, um, usually about 20 minutes. I don't know what this one will turn out to be. But um, this week, as you've heard, I'm going to be talking to Brian from Candid Brewing. Um, he's in Nova Scotia, uh, which is, if you're not too familiar with the map, it's pretty much stuck out into the Atlantic from the east coast of Canada. Um, pretty windswept area. I think it gets pretty wild there in the winter. But um, Brian has an interesting story. He's actually got a lot of experience in brewing, but there's not much point in me telling you the whole story now. Um, so let's go over and let's talk to Brian and let's talk beer. So my wife and I lived on the west coast of Canada and spent a lot of time traveling to all the great breweries around there. And I had the opportunity to work in some really great breweries in British Columbia and Alberta. Um, and we always loved going into tap rooms because they're in the coolest parts of the cities. You'd always find great restaurants, lots of action, lots of people. Um, so we wanted to recreate that in our uh, hometown. So that's kind of what inspired us to get going. Um, and that's kind of where the name was derived from as well. Um, we like the idea of people having a couple of beers and having some candid conversations, you know, kind of cutting through the noise and just uh, tell it like it is amongst friends. The initial size of our brewery is uh, 10 hectoliters. Um, we can push that a little bit. We have a 12 hectoliter kettle. Um, so we can also high grav batches up to about 15 or 16 hex. Um, and our cellar capacity is about, I think it's 90,000 liters. Um, and this is our first brewery we've owned and probably my last brewery if everything works out well, or even if it doesn't, I suppose. Um, yeah, I've worked at four other breweries previously and this is the, uh, this is the end of the line one way or another. Okay, um, end of the line is a bit dramatic. So I guess and it kind of hints that this was maybe not the easiest project in the world to get off the ground, was it? There was a fair amount of red tape um, trying to open a brewery. Um, as far as like municipal governments go, we don't really have a brewery in our town. So the people are engineers and people who have to answer to lawyers someday are a little bit reluctant to put their name on anything. So I would say the bureaucrats are always um, a good uh, challenge to overcome. The target of many, uh, many people's ire. Um, as far as good stories during the journey, uh, we had 
this brewery and planning for a number of years. And, um, we had two kids during the process. So <laughs> that'll kind of give you a, uh, idea of how long it took for, to birth this project itself. Um, it was, a uh, it was a long haul. My, uh, my second child, my daughter was born in March and the brewery finally started making beer in May. So, um, yeah, it was a it was a long haul, but it it was fun. Right. Um, I mean, obviously, you're probably going to guess, but I don't have a, a encyclopedic knowledge of the beer scene in Nova Scotia. I know nothing about it, to be honest with you. Um, so, is it well established? I mean, you're saying there that, that there's a bit of paperwork involved. So, are there a lot of breweries? Um, and what kind of what are the beer styles? Is it all hazies like everywhere else these days? Is there a, a mix of the different styles that people are going for? Craft brewing scene in Nova Scotia is fairly established um, for a long time. There were two main players, um, Propeller out of Halifax, who I worked for as their head brewer back in 2015, and then Garrison. Both of those breweries have been around for 25 years. Um, and then, you know, in the 2010s, some other breweries opened up that are, you know, quite established now. Um, and then around 2015, that's when I was with Propeller, there were more upstart breweries in all the little towns around Nova Scotia. So there's certainly been a boom uh, regionally with brewery openings. And um, that's been the biggest change, I would say. Um, as far as tastes and styles go, I think um, a lot of people transitioning to craft beer or experimenting with craft beer access it with something familiar like a, a blonde ale or a Kolsch. Um, it's one of our best sellers. That's kind of how you get people to switch from a domestic light lager. And then for people who are the converted, um, IPA is still kind of king on the East coast as it is, I think across most of the craft scene in, in Canada and North America. Um, so we have two IPAs, a West coast IPA and, uh, a Northeast IPA or a, you know, more tropical, hazy, cloudy IPA that are, are two of our best sellers. So it's kind of two ends of the spectrum, light, crisp, clean ales on one end, and then big, hoppy, uh, more aggressive beers on the other end of the spectrum. And those beers then are, they're obviously some part market driven, but are is like, are they distributed through, um, other, through bars, through retail, you know, where do they, where do you get your beers out to and how would you, how'd you do that? Our main point of distribution is our own retail shop. Um, we retail our beers at the front, uh, right where the beer is made. And then um, we have a sizable tap room, probably about 120 seats, that, uh, where we sell our beer on tap. Um, we do have a few accounts for drafts, uh, but it hasn't been a large focus yet. We've been more focused on making the in-person experience as, as good as we can and hosting events to kind of keep the keep the scene going here um but we are available through our provincial liquor distributor the uh, nslc and uh, we have one product in there and we're looking at adding just to some private stores in the new year so then that, that's interesting actually that, that having a big tap room gives you I mean, it gives you instant feedback on, you know, what, what's selling. So does that 
you mentioned already, you know, IPAs and laggards. Does that feedback and having that tap room, does it kind of influence what you're brewing um, in ways that maybe, you know, if you were just shipping out to retail, wouldn't? Our focus is on sessionable beers. So we like things that are a little easier drinking, um, something that people are going to come in and enjoy, you know, two or three or more of. Um, you know, I like a big double IPA, but it's not going to drive your sales, to be honest. Uh, people only have one, or if they have two or three and they're, uh, you know, not fit to be around. So um, we like to kind of make beer that's social, casual, easy drinking, something you can settle into for a, for a, a few of. Um, so we really like, you know, German-style lagers and ales. And um, I really like North American style pale ales that aren't too high in alcohol, but really showcase all the great hop flavors that are available to us now as brewers. As far as styles we haven't really gotten into, um, it's always fun to do some barreling projects and stuff. I've had the opportunity to do that in the past at other breweries. It's just uh, as a startup, you're always... um, stretching your dollars so uh, we're not quite there yet where we've established a barrel program but we'll do little things like that um also need to kind of play to your market i don't think that would necessarily be the most popular thing around here so we're kind of focused on making fresh easy drinking beer and uh keeping it moving now what do you think the future holds for the brewery as far as what's next, as a new brewery, we're really just trying to get everything dialed in. Um, you get used to the idiosyncrasies of your facility and your equipment, and um, pretty happy with uh, how the beer's been coming out. It's you know been better every time we make it, so it's getting a little more efficient, kind of improved by degrees, and um, you know no big changes. Kind of stay the course and. Uh, yeah, just keep focused on on quality and um, having fun with with getting beers to people that that they enjoy. I'm going to guess that you're available on all the usual Facebooks and Instagrams and stuff. So, um, do you want to give us the details if people want to contact you? So, if people want to learn more about Canda Brewing Company, we are on the World Wide Web at candabrewing.ca, and you can find us. Uh, under the same name on Instagram and Facebook. I'll put all those details in the show notes anyway, but um, Brian, thanks a million for taking the time. Uh, Is there anything I should have asked you though, that I forgot to do? Just want to thank you for uh, inviting us to chat on your podcast and uh, to thank anyone who's listening for drinking local beer because you have lots of options out there and hopefully Your uh, local craft brewery is uh, giving you a good one. Thanks very much. Uh, Thanks again to Brian for taking the time to talk to me there. Um, As I said, I've put the contact details in the show notes. So if you're ever heading towards Nova Scotia, be sure to check them out and pay them a visit. Sounds like like it'll be worth your time. Um, As usual, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on basically all your good podcast players and on youtube so please if you haven't subscribed yet i'd appreciate if you would and also if you can leave any kind of reviews or comments and that just keep getting the word out we'll be back with um 
more profiles and more chats from other people over the next few weeks. So I um, hope to talk to you then.